Welcome to Fran Path Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are Fran Path Consulting. Good afternoon, JV Major. How are ya? Sam, welcome to 2024. How's life? Good. First podcast of 2024 when it's actually 2024. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Welcome. Yeah. How was your New Year's? I uh, got really sick, but other than that, oh, it was God. all good. I think it's tis the season and the bugs going around. But um, now that we're becoming uh, seasoned people with some gray hair, I'm in bed by nine thirty, and and uh, such is life. It's uh, you, you think of the last ten years, how much your life has changed, and then what the next ten years will hold. And um, oh my gosh! Well, you got ahead of your weight loss goals then. <laughs> It's like you're beating most people to the bunch, starting out being sick. So the flu will help with those, right? There's always a silver lining in everything. That's my goal is to always find the upside. I think that's my role in most of my relationships. So do you guys set, so do you and your wife set any goals, any resolutions? Did you set anything for 2024 or are you just going and being your great self? No, not really. I mean, we always have goals, and but we don't sit down in the month of December and say, okay, here's our goals for the next year. That's because they never, they, no, that's not how we work. But we have long-term, short-term and long-term goals. And, and uh, fortunately, you stay disciplined, you stay focused on them. And, and um, when you when you make a plan and you have a reasonable plan to execute the plan, then it turns out it happens. Yeah. Isn't that wild how that works? <laughs> Funny concept. Yeah, I know, right? I I always find that I do better when I write stuff down. I have to have it written down because if it's not on paper, then it's not real to me or I can't quite I, I don't know, it just it, it really to put it out there on on paper and I'm not talking about typing. I'm talking about really like in a notebook, writing it down. And so we did a little bit of that on the 31st, just sitting there my husband and I and writing out things we wanted to do and so I'm back into meditation now to manage things. And so I think it's, um, I think the app that I'm using says I've logged 60 minutes, three days deep. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. I used to be a very, very, very much into meditation. I would do it constantly. And in the last like two years, ironically, since starting our firm, which I probably have needed meditation way more as a business owner than previously, but I just, it, it can fall by the wayside. So my goal is just to pick back up some of that stuff and healthy habits and manage different feelings this year with healthy habits, like working out, meditation, et cetera, versus percolating in my thoughts. <laughs> Good for you. If you're intentional about your success and you wrap your head around your own emotions and, and stay out of your own way, then the world is a, is a, is a, is a powerful force upon you. I think staying out of your own way is an interesting way to put that because, you know, you and I were talking a little bit before the podcast and right now I have this client and I just want to be like, you are literally cutting yourself off at the past. Like, what are you doing? We need to refocus your energy because you're stopping you from being successful. And, you know, we talked a little bit about fear. And I think it's such a, it's a word that most people are like, oh, fear, of course, like I know what that means. But 
fear is definitely something that takes on a lot of different meanings and manifests itself in a lot of different ways, especially when you talk about being a business owner, some of them healthy, some of them absolutely awful. Fear is a powerful force that I think can be healthy, that also can cause an enormous amount of problems in your life. But um, there's always going to be fear owning a business. There's always going to be fear starting a business. There's going to be fear along the way and how you manage it, um, how you navigate through it, around it, over it, under it, all the things. Um, it, it, it matters. But w- one of the things that I like to talk a lot, of, a lot about is making a decision and being afraid to make a decision, having fear to make a decision um, is something that I see very often. So I, I spend a lot of time coaching with clients that we have about no is a perfectly good decision. That is a healthy decision. It's not the one yes. that we want you to get to, but no is a perfectly good decision. Analysis paralysis or being afraid to make a afraid to get to a yes is not going to get you anywhere. You're going to stay in your own way. You're going to constantly stumble over fear. And ultimately what most people are afraid of is they're afraid of trusting themselves. Or they see, they, they get inundated with fear of the downside risks of everything. And I don't ever want to just avoid the downside risk, but you can take calculated equations and calculated measures and get specific information to mitigate your risk and to mitigate some of your fear so you can make appropriate business and personal decisions. That's absolutely correct. And you hit on something which is the downside, right? When people start to get in the fear spiral, they wrap themselves in all of the what ifs and it's immediately worst case scenario. What if I lose all my money? What if this puts a massive strain on my marriage? What if I couldn't pay my bills? What if I can't find employees? And it's like all of those things start to go around in their mind? What if nobody wants what I have? What if I think this is a great idea and all of a sudden nobody out there and I'm, you know, there's all this data. And I think the thing that's interesting about franchising is we have data that should be able to mitigate a lot of that fear. And I think facts really do a number on what you think. And so I I really, I remember like training people and people coming into this, I always say, ask clients, how do you know that? How do you know that? Because when you stop and you hold on to it, most people are like, well, I don't know. And that's when you know somebody's in a fear spiral. Well, I, what if this, what if that? And it's like, well, how do you know that is going to happen? Well, I don't, but if there's this, okay. Or who, who told you that? Is that, is that in any of the financial literature that you've been reading? Have you been hearing that from existing franchisees? Is that there? And so much of the time, the answer is, nope, <laughs> it's not. I just, it's in here, in my brain. Yes. Yeah, it's based on fear. But what if the opposite happens? What if somebody loves your product? What if you find that amazing general manager? What if your marriage thrives out of doing this business and actually finding peace in the power of owning your own business? What if 
you become profitable faster than you achieved or faster than you planned? What if you scale your business faster than you planned on? What if your community loves it and you're able to define what success means to you and you're able to knock it out of the park? What if? How about the fear of how about the fear of, of succeeding? How about the fear oh. of doing better than you thought you could? What about that fear? I think that's I think that's a very real fear. And I think it's a great point because I think so many times we are so stuck in and and how many people say and, and I'm guilty of it too, right? I want to be in better shape. I don't want to wake up at 5:30 in the morning. And that's when I have to wake up if I'm going to work out. That's how it has to go for me. And I know that. So there's that. I think so many times people have this like block in their mind. I don't have enough time. I don't have and so they're blocking exactly what they think they want and coming up with reasons why it can't be them. It can't be me. I can't be the person that works a nine to five job and runs a successful franchise on the side. I can't be the person that hires the right manager so that I'm in the good position to be able to grow this business and have it be profitable in a shorter period of time. Why, why me instead of saying, why not me? And so many times then that you cut yourself off. It goes right back to what we talked about with my client, which is you're cutting yourself off from that. And I think that's a powerful thing to look at is fear so many times has you losing out on things that are possible versus what what it's meant to do, which our lizard brain comes in and says, you know, oh, there's a bear coming through the window. Like, it, you know, I, I, I think of like your amygdala just answering things for you. If you, if a bear is coming through the window while I'm talking to you, I'm not going to be like, well, am I going to run? Am I going to curl in a ball? This is what I know. You're going to react. It's fight or flight. And sometimes you need to let fight or flight take, there's a, there's a home for that in decision-making, trusting your instinct, trusting your gut, going with, maybe you don't know it all, but you want to move in the direction of what you know truly is right. I think you're exactly right in trusting Thank you. yourself. That's my favorite thing people say God to me. I'm exactly you. right. I, I'm like going to just take that sound bite right out and I'm going to be like, see what Jamie said about me? I'm exactly right. <laughs> you're just like my wife. Another great compliment. Somebody asked me this <laughs> how long I've been married. I said I've been married 15 years, long enough for her to know that I'm usually right when we have a disagreement. <laughs> I'm going to take that out. <laughs> so you've been married 15 years, divorce pending after she hears that. <laughs> Fear is a driver that if you channel it and you funnel it properly will help you make good decisions. And so I've been there. I've done that. I have slid multiple six-figure checks across the table. I have signed multiple franchise agreements. I have helped many clients get across the, 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 the process of being fearful and being fearful and having the fear and having the bugs in the stomach and saying the what if and being a, for all the things there are perfectly normal and perfectly healthy. I don't ever yeah. want uh, us to say this, uh, any salesperson, any other consultant, whatever it is that you should just go and be blind about this and jump in. That's garbage and that's reckless. 
but you use the fear and you funnel it to identify what information you need to make decisions, who you need to talk to that is rational, that is relative to the conversation. If you start going down, when I have clients tell me they're talking to this person, this person, this person, uh. reaching out to a financial advisor or a CPA, and they're talking to 17 other franchisees and different brands and their uh, brother's uncle, and it's the deal's done. Like they're, what they're looking for then is they're looking for the no. And if you want to yeah. find the no, I can find it like that for you. If you want to find the yes, we can find it like that for you. But the truth sits in the middle there. In franchising and owning a business is not for the faint of heart. You have to be able to overcome some level of fear. America has our faults, like by all means. But having a pathway for entrepreneurs is not one of them. Okay, Having a pathway for capitalism and entrepreneurs to go and make a lot of money is not one of our faults. However, the world does not reward mediocrity. Our country does not reward mediocrity. You have to have the ability to, to trust yourself and work through some of these fears in order to get to whatever your definition of success is. If you think you're going to go into it, roses and unicorns, and everything's going to be perfect from every single day, and you're going to get 100% positive information through your due diligence, stop now. It's not going to work. It's simply not going to work. You're going to find information through your diligence process that you don't like. You're going to find information that is not 100% what you're looking for. That is part of the process. That is part of the equation. And if you take that information and you put it all in totality of making a full-on decision of this business is right for me, this business is not right for me, maybe owning a business in in general, in in totality of owning a business before you decide on the business. There's going to be fear along the way. So how do you unpack this fear? And in my opinion, as you identify it, you address it, you recognize it, you be honest with yourself about it and, and recognize if you want to find the no, if what you're looking for is to find the no, then go find it, go get it. Let's, let's go right to the no and cut this off quick. If you want to find the yes, then we can find the yes too. But again, there's a happy medium. There's a, there's a spot in the middle between the two that is reality. Well, the clients that scare me the most, if I'm being completely honest, are the ones that do have rose-colored glasses on. They haven't thought about the hardest day. And that's that's a question I know I ask a lot in the process is, what does the hardest day look like to you? What is it going to look like? And I want you to think about it. And if the hardest day seems too hard, or if the hardest day makes you sick to your stomach and you don't know if you can make it through, you need to think about that. Ask franchisees that during validation. What's your hardest day been like? And depending on the business, their hardest day can be very different. You know, a hardest day in senior care looks very different from a hardest day in restoration, looks very different from a hardest day in beauty. So I think we have all of those different segments where you have to really analyze that. But the scariest client to me is the one who refuses to look at that. And I think you almost have to force it on them. And I, I always tell people, if you're not nervous when you're writing those checks, it never gets easier. You you become more confident in the outcome because you've been put through the, the trials and the tests and the things that you kind of know what to anticipate after being a business owner a few times over. That part gets easier because you know you're going to get hit with something and you know you're not going to – you're not going to know what it is. There's no way to anticipate what's going to, you know, sideswipe you at any point in time, but you do know that it's going to happen. And so you're prepared for that feeling because the first time as a business owner, something unexpected happens, that's terrifying. It's a new level of new fear unlocked is actually being a business owner and coming across that stuff. But I think 
for us, you know, you saying you write the checks, I think that's what's so great about our team is that we're all business owners. We've wired franchise fees. We know what it's like. We, you know, we're not naive to the day-to-day. And so when people are coming to us with those questions and their concerns and what is this really like, we can honestly say, I mean, I've told clients before, there are days I would sell you my business for $1 and feel like I was getting away with murder. (laughs) $1, like take it. I've had it. It's enough. And there are days where I couldn't put a price tag on it because it's going so well on so many different levels. And so there's always a price tag if we're being honest. But <laughs> I I think when we look at it from that standpoint, you know, we know what it's like. And I that is so – I think it's so vital for us to be able to do our job is to say – I can't put myself in your shoes. We we can really, I've had those shoes on. Those are the shoes I wear as business owner. And so it's not a far jump to be right back to where you're at feeling these feelings. It's, yes, we can relate. I can certainly relate to the fears that individuals have along the journey and, and, uh, and resonate with them. But for me, the fear of going into the unknown, of opening your own business, signing a franchise agreement, paying a franchise fee, um, the unknown of what's coming down the path is significantly less to me than the fear of being controlled by corporate America and have some schmuck that is telling me what to do or reporting out PTO time because I don't have enough PTO hours in my bank or trying to work late when nobody's going to remember that except my kids in 20 years from now. That fear is what drives me and in, in I channel that fear of the con- someone else controlling me, someone else manipulating my bonuses, manipulating my paycheck, putting a governor on what I'm able to able to achieve for myself, for my community, for my family. That's the fear that drives me and channels that motivation into going to be successful as a business owner, so that I can provide that back. And and is there fears in owning your own business? Absolutely. Is in my opinion, is there less risk in owning your own business than working for corporate America? all day long. So it's all about how you analyze the fear. And I don't go into it rose-colored glasses. I don't take reckless decisions, but I will take a decision. I will absolutely take a decision. And part of 2024 is finding another business for us. My wife and I want to go get into more businesses. This is not a one and done for us. We're going to continue to invest in entrepreneurship and invest in each other, in franchising, uh, in, in our community. Like this is going back to corporate America and saying, Hey, sign me up for a W2 and tell me how much PTO I get. And Oh, by the way, you're going to match two and a half percent of my four. That's really cute. Thank you so much. I'm absolutely not interested in that. Having the freedom and the flexibility, that's the fear that drives me and is motivation. I think that's a very, very valid point. And I think some people aren't ready to leave that, right? They're not there. And you didn't right away either. You stayed with your first franchise. You were balancing both because sometimes that's the most comfortable thing to do is balance both. And so many of our clients do that right away until that fear of success subsides. They start to have positive bank account. You're starting to get the invoices in. I can see myself. I'm starting to move in that direction. Now I can quit corporate America before it quits me because I do think the thing that we you know, don't talk about enough is I have a candidate right now. His name is Jack. And he is 53 years old. 
He's a C-suite executive, has worked his way up two major companies, both Fortune 100 companies, and worked his way up, did what he was supposed to do, was an expat internationally, has moved all across the United States and North America continually for both companies. And he ended up last year, end of 2023, November, they said, we're reorging and we're going to cut your position. And he has spent the last 19 years with the company that he's with right now. Has he saved well? It's not a financial, but it's like, I have done all of these things for you. I have pulled my kids from school to school. I have moved whenever, when you said jump, I said how high into what country. And now you're letting me go because you're reorging and I'm in the top of the pay structure. And what he said to me is what I'm finding out is that unfortunately with my level, with the pay that I command, it's hard to find a job. They're not just out there. And I don't want to ever feel like this again. Like it was not my decision. Like I now am looking at what do I do? I don't have anything to even fill my days. I mean, it wasn't even two weeks notice. It was like, you're, you're gone and we're reorging and we'll see you never. Imagine so, if you would have started a business 15 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. Okay. If one year ago. Business, but one year ago, sure. Take it. And just built that up and ran it as a side hustle and got it moving. And then that, when that day comes and that notice comes and you sit down with whatever corporate schmucks telling you you're, you're unemployed today, then imagine the, the, the different level of fear that you have, the different level of stresses that come out. You're like, all right, cool. Let's do this. I got it. I got it. I have a plan B. I've got it already. I've got it laid out. That fear of walking out that door that day is going to be significantly different than the fear he probably experienced. And fortunately you're going to help him through this and, and uh, he'll have to never experience it again. But it's, just imagine one year ago, five years ago, whatever the time is, if he would have started a business and put the, put as a side hustle and that's the value yeah. in franchising is you can treat it as a side hustle because that business in the box, the system, the go-to-market plan, the marketing, social media, job descriptions, employee training, vendor acquisition, customer acquisition, uh, all the things that are there in that business in a box, you can manage it as opposed to having to create all those little details and you follow the system. That's what allows it to be a side hustle. It's not totally passive. Don't ever let somebody tell you it's totally passive, but you can do this while having a corporate job and treat it as a bridge to exit. Jamie, you're a genius. <laughs> that is. I'm going to give you my wife's number. I need you to call her. So I made you feel good. Now I need you to call her. And uh... yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all these sound clips together. <laughs> I'm going to send those to the editors and have a just parcel these out. But I think you're right. It can completely, it can completely change the trajectory of your life. And if you don't let fear sit on your chest and stop you from moving in the direction. And I will say this, maybe it's not the right time. Maybe you're not in the frame of mind that you need to be in to make a decision. Maybe it isn't. Maybe fear is protecting people. Some of the people that are listening to this, maybe fear is protecting you from something. You're Maybe you're not ready to be a business owner. If we say things like, 
You might have trouble finding an employee or you might have a sleepless night or, or six. You might have to deal with a lease that isn't signed on in a timely fashion because of things out of your control. If those things sound like it's too much for you, then your fear is justifiable. You're not ready to do this. And that's okay too. It's okay yeah. to not want to do this. Business ownership isn't for everyone. And so much of our job is saying, I think right now this isn't the right plan for you. This isn't going to work. Or from what you're telling me, unless I'm getting it wrong, I don't think we should do this. And and that's okay too. 100%. There is a level of fear that weeds out people who are not going to be successful running their own business. And if, again, going back to if you're looking for the no, let's go find the no right away and let's get to it. Because when you get into a business, you're going to have to make decisions. You're going to be afraid to fire a subpar employee. You're going yep. to make a bad hire. That's going to happen. Um, and you're going to be afraid to hire that or fire that subpar employee or maybe even fire a client. Maybe you're going to be afraid to sign a lease. You're going to be afraid to change vendors. Whatever the decision is you have to make, you have to be able to make that decision and knowing that you trust yourself. And people that are just consumed by fear and they can't get past it, they're not going to be good business owners. And ultimately, in my opinion, one of the, the one of the greatest attributes to be successful in running a business is having some courage. And it doesn't mean being reckless, but you have to have some courage to step up, trust yourself, and work through problems and make it work. So fear really can whittle out people simply that, that need to be a W-2 employee. And that's okay. Our, our society and our country needs that. But our Absolutely. audience here and the people that I surround myself with and the people that we're speaking to are better than that. And if you want to be better than that, let's do it. But have some courage and know that fear is normal. Know that fear is going to hurt. Know that fear is going to be in your head. You're going to have a little devil on your side telling you that this is a problem, telling you not to do this. But yet you're going to have someone else on the other side saying, we have courage, we have motivation, we can do this and we trust ourselves, let's go. So if you're ready to go, give us a call. <laughs> book a link, come on in. We are ready to work with you. If you're ready to join us in business ownership, now is the time. Happy New Year. So if you'd like to learn more about franchising and diversifying your portfolio through franchising, email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Follow the FranPath Consulting Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars. You can also follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting, or go to our website, franpathconsulting.com, to take your free business assessment. Mm-hmm.